Hi, and welcome to Love, Sex, and Tarot. We have a very dark show this week. It's super dark. The charms were dark, okay? Uh, the cross reading, we talk about, you know, feeling stigmatized. Uh, the razor blade reading um, was all about suicide. You guys get to learn about uh, kind of my philosophy about life and death, heaven and hell. It, it's, they're just, you know. They're just thoughts, uh, not necessarily, <laughs> I don't know. Do you know? No, no one knows, right? But it's, uh, you know, it's the logical, my logical gatherings from my, my 43 years of life uh, about, you know, my own personal beliefs about death. So uh, Razor Blade is an interesting reading uh, and the longest one today. And then I end with Skull, and I can't quite remember... Uh, totally what Skull was about because I, I, you know, I got all excited because my, uh, <laughs> so I got this like free oil change and inspection type thing. I was like, of course I'm going to go, you know, get the free oil change, you know, who can, or who can say no to that? And they came back with this, like, you know, oh, you got to need brakes and rotors and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, ah, you know, fuck, what the fuck, you know, <laughs> so I take my car, I'm like, yeah, fuck you guys, and I take my car to my mechanic, right, uh, anyway, <laughs> I had some good news uh, during that reading, so I was extremely happy the rest of the day, uh, we talk in the kink section this week about autoerotic asphyxiation, uh, asphyxiation in general, <clears throat> as far as a you know, <clears throat> we call it like to intensify your orgasms. We also talk about penile and scrotum strangulation, uh, you know, cock rings and stuff. So, um, you know, stick around for that conversation because we talk about penises a lot. It, it's funny because I should have talked about cute aggression because uh, I wonder, like, because, you know, cute aggression is is a real thing, you know, like, it's that want to squeeze something that's super cute uh, as hard as as hard as you can, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, squeeze it to death. And, and it, you know, there is that true nature uh, within humans, you know, that cute, acute aggression is what they call it, you know? So, like, where is the line, you know? Did I call the episode Choke Me Daddy or I don't know what I'm going to call this episode. I got a couple days to figure it out. Either Choke Me Daddy or How Hard Do You Want Me to Choke? <laughs> Definitely something on that line. Because I know you ladies. I know there's a lot of ladies out there that like to be choked. You know? Seriously, like how far? Uh, how far do you want to go? But this is a very common... Um, very common for men actually to do autoerotic uh, asphyxiation. It's more common to find them in those positions dead than it is women, you know. So it's it's an interesting, you know, it's a complete interesting dynamic. And where I wonder about women and their wanting to be strangled, it's more of a you know feels like more of like a dominance being turned on by you know having something much bigger than you want to squeeze you. <laughs> squeeze you to death so you have to wonder if males towards females if that kind of energy of wanting to or i mean it's either stress <clears throat> or they want you to shut up right 
or you're just so damn cute they want to squeeze your neck as tight as fucking <laughs> so that's the show this week it's a weird it's a weird show it's a dark show uh we're really you know talking about that line between sex passion and death you know uh when death turns you on like what the fuck right uh, that's a whole that's all chemical you know what i mean that that truly is like a, adding an adrenaline rush to your orgasm so anyway there's the show you guys can hear me pull the charms this week sometimes i'm gonna do like you know you know record that and sometimes i'm not i like to do it you know i like to record it because i like you guys to see that it's you know it really is a random i didn't like go through there and pick out uh those three charms <laughs> i never do everything is at random here okay and i love when the show writes itself and that's when i start really like sensing you know the power of uh the power of you know the tarot cards themselves the power of um of creation and how it you know it just kind of takes over and does its own thing sometimes. You guys have a great week. Here's the show. Enjoy. All right, let's see what's in the charm jar for this week. Three charms out. What do we got here? A cross. It's a very simple cross, too. It is not decorative. Easter did just have one. A razor blade. This is the first time this has come up. I've seen it in there, but this is the first time it's ever been pulled. So, razor blade. What that means? Oh, we're not dealing with baby cut and cutting themselves. All right, and the last one, skull. God, this is very dark. It's <laughs> very dark readings. Seriously, a very simple cross, razor blade, and a skull. Okay, it is what it is. In just a second, I'll be back with cross. All right, so this is the cross reading. Something that's coming to mind right now, I just, like, you know, dropped a bunch of cards on the ground. Um, you know, of course, I'm going to look and see what they say. Um, it's like a weird way to start your fucking reading, but um, sometimes... You know, it's a good thing to be left out in the cold. Sometimes it's a good thing to be rejected from the community or from the in crowd or from, you know, Jesus was rejected, you know, when we talk about the cross, you know, feeling ostracized and, um, you know, crucified, martyred in some way, right? Um, you know, it's a difficult life to live right this you know stigma stigma you know stigma stigmatization you know stigmata that whole mentality you know where all these things and these words come from uh but it is and it can be a blessing depending on how you're looking at it because in that moment of you know being ostracized you are truly fucking free you're free to be yourself. You're free to diverge from the norm. You're free to be you. Yet, 
our society wants us to fit in, wants us to be popular, wants us to have people like us, right? Um, but the reality is the moment you start being your true self, yes, that will push away all the people that you've been, you know, faking it to have relationships with, you know what I mean? And then what happens is you start attracting, um, people that like you for that, you know, being fucking weird, you know? So, you know, when you're sitting there thinking about how you've been crucified in some way, um, you know, think about the freedom, you know, yeah, Jesus, you know, rose from the dead. We don't know what the fuck he did after that. He, you know, he hung around for a little bit and they fucking took off. Nobody knows. Did he ascend to heaven? Did he, you know, did he, you know, hang around? The reality is he should have been alive forever because of the whole, you know, born again mentality, which would, you know, theoretically, like, there's like that whole, like, I mean. Was he even human after he was resurrected? You know? I don't know. We're not talking. I'm not going down my weird, like, what was, you know, what was Jesus like after, you know? <laughs> what was that whole situation? Where'd he go? Because, I mean, there's some theories that he's still fucking alive out there, like, you know, like Elvis. <laughs> still alive, kicking it out there. You know, it doesn't call himself Jesus no more. He's Jesus, but I don't know. <laughs> That's my whole point, you know. You know, if you pick the cross because you're, you know, you feel like, you know, you carry a burden of a cross on your back. Uh, you know, there's a different way to think about that. It's like, you know, drop the cross, you're free. Uh, your ca your cards this week are past life re relationship. You have known each other before. Calling in your soulmate. Your prayers and affirmations and visualizations help you bring it together. And yeah, that's like the whole point. Like the moment you are your true self, your authentic self, you can start attracting the person that actually, you know, calling in uh, the person because you're not living in your truth and living in your truth. Uh, though it can be messy, though it can feel isolating, um, it truly is freeing. So this is someone you've known before, this particular situation. We're starting off with some denial, not facing the truth, having some irrational reasoning in some way. And whatever that is, it needs to be cleared away. You need to remove this negativity. So there's some denial here. Um, or you were denied in the past with this person. Uh, you need to cleanse away um, and make space because of this. There is a TikTok kind of energy because time's running out. Um, and there's an insatiable desire here to come together and negotiate this. I don't know if this is your desire um, to negotiate this. But there's someone here begging. I don't know if that, again, is part of this denial. You know, it's true, though. If you walk away 
um, whatever games were being played with your heart will stop. Either A, they'll let you walk away and that's it, or B, they'll get up on that uh, because they don't want you to walk away because they're playing a game. They wanted to see uh, a lot of people play that. I'm uninterested so I can see how interested you are kind of thing. And there's some people that play, you know, uh, hard to get, that kind of mentality. Um, but the best way to deal with that kind of mentality is to walk away yourself. And the moment you walk away, if they don't turn around and come towards you, then it's done. They have no interest. They're glad you walked away. But if they come get you after you walked away then you realize that you've been playing a game with them and they've been playing a game with you. Again, this might be some of the denial that you're dealing with. I'm not sure this energy needs cleared away. Whatever irrational reasoning here um, <clears throat> that either led to your, you know, this past relationship to break apart or to, you know, um, it might be, it might be important but maybe you can just pick up the phone and call this person. Calling in your soulmate makes it feel like you already have their phone number. You know what I mean? Do you have their phone number? TikTok. You need to cleanse this energy. This unquenchable desire to come together is making you beg. And that's sad. So the best thing you need to do is take a vacation. Go hide away. Go find your own adventure. And in that way... That is calling in your soulmate. Okay. How do they feel about you? Oh, my God. I get my feeling cards out. <coughs> These cards have feelings. These are my feeling cards. These are Ocean of Emotion uh, by Bridget Raw. Wow. She makes a lot of good cards. I actually like a lot of her. I actually have a decent amount of her cards. I really do. I bought them off the website. Oh, I got a nice collection going. Okay, what? How do they feel about you, this person? Again, I, you know, I feel like if you walk away, you'll understand if they, if they follow. They feel like there's been lies between you, or they've lied. They just can't seem to do what's right in this situation. They feel like they're desperate. They can't do this anymore. They're about to break. There's some, you know. These are not great emotions. <sighs> Yet they feel like there's like they want to do the right thing here. They do want to do the right thing. I don't know what that is. Um, they're really tired. They're really tired, and they want the truth. And that truth can lead to this taming and making them feel calm. It would help activate some wisdom within them to make a decision. It would give them some trust. And it would also um, like spark some creativity. So, like I said, it looks like what, was, what lies between you um, was some lies in desperation and weakness. Um, yet they really, they really wanted to do the right thing. And sometimes it feels like lying is the right thing. It just depends on the situation. Yet they are fucking tired. 
this whole situation has drained them. They just want the truth now. Okay. Maybe that's how they feel towards you. Alright. How do they think about you? What do they think about you? They think you're, it's four, uh, four of pentacles, five of pentacles, knight of cups. So there's like this, they're how they feel about you, how they think about you. They think maybe that you're holding back, um, that you've again, isolated and left yourself out in the cold, uh, or they, or whatever that by them holding back, it's led to this isolation. They feel sorry about this. They feel sorry that they're even juggling with the ex. They're sorry that there's this emotional juggle with the ex. So they think you have on, you know, what do they think about you? They think you're, you know, juggling with an ex emotionally. You might have a nature to hold back. You know what I mean? To, to, keep things close or to hold on to things tight but you know there is some kind of poverty that you know that that's creating for you they think you're sorry you know what i mean so i don't know um if you you know if you, whatever you you know you went through with the extra sorry about it That was a total fuck, fucking situation. But there is a, you do, you were able to manifest a new beginning. Okay. So they think you've been through something with the ex. It's really made you juggle. It, you know, it was really a breakdown of everything you had built. Uh, but yet they think that you are a strong manifester because you manifested another new beginning. Okay, what is holding them back? <clears throat> it says it's this is a, just a dream, and it, it's just a dream, and that's the truth. It was just a dream. It's just a dream. It's just in, it's just a fantasy. What's holding them back? The idea that it could be just a fantasy, because they feel like that. Then because it because yeah. So there's some nature here that it's like a fantasy. And the moment you add truth, it dies. So what's holding them back is not wanting to end their fantasy. And it's true. Like if you're enjoying um, like a flirtationship and the moment you go ahead and pull the trigger on it, you know, then all of a sudden, you know, all the, all the, you know, all the gates fall down. Everything gets locked up. Now it's weird. Because, you know, it's weird. There's like this unknown. Again, back to this, they want the truth. So they're afraid that if, you know, they think it's a fantasy. And if they were to come at it with the truth, you know, if they were to have a truthful moment, it might end it. It might end the fantasy. Or... Uh, what's holding him back is that it is just a fantasy. Maybe that you're the one in denial having this fantasy. Maybe 
Um, you're reading into things. I don't know. Are you reading into this relationship with this person too much? That should be, I'm going to, oh, sorry. I'm going to add that question. Like that mentality of, are you alone in this? You know? <clears throat> it's that it is making your de depression worse. This focus on this person is making your depression worse. Is this like a legit, is it mutual? Like, is this a legit relationship or just a fantasy? <clears throat> The answer to that question, is it a legit, you know, relationship or is it just a fantasy? The answer to that question is the depression or the drinking, it's growing and it will manipulate the situation into a breakup. It's going to cause a fight. And then there's this sweet like card at the end. So it's like, are you like... Are you the one in denial? The depression is getting worse or the drinking is getting worse. It's growing. Or the feeling isolated or not wanting anything else. It will manifest a breakup. Justice. Magician justice. So it will, as above, so below, create karma. It, and it's going to be a fight. Five of swords. There's gonna. It's a competition. There's a, There's these five dudes are beating each other with sticks. So you can expect that kind of beat down energy. You know what I mean? But it's saying it is very sweet. This is a soulmate energy. So this person that you're thinking of that you've had this past life relationship with, it is a soulmate energy. And if they are in a relationship now, it is leading... Uh, their depression is going to lead it into breakup naturally. So you don't have to go in there and break it up. And the reason that they're not making a move, this is very clear. The reason they're not making a move is because they're enjoying the fantasy of you. They're enjoying the fantasy of this relationship. And that might be what is, you know, adding to the depression. It might be... Um, it's like I said, the moment of truth kills it. That's why they don't do anything. Because maybe they are not ready. I don't know if you want to be a wedge or not. <clears throat> There's a breakup card here, so someone's in a relationship. Okay. I'm like, I'm back and forth on that because it's like, like, part of me is like, I want, like, I encourage women in particular to. If they can, but it is so fucking hard in this day. It's just so fucking hard. I mean, it's just so fucking hard. It's really hard to leave a two-person unit, you know, that's making money and living together and splitting utilities and splitting rent and splitting shit like that. It's really hard financially to leave relationships. You know what I mean? Um, but I still encourage women to do it anyway, not jump from one relationship to the next, uh, without some time for yourself. I try, you know, but the other end of it is some people just can't do that financially or they don't want to wait or they're in love. Normally those kind of out, there's a real, there's a reason. There's always a reason 
that someone's still looking. So if someone's in a relationship and they're looking, it's because they know they're not in the right relationship. Right? I mean, serial uh, cheaters and texters aside, um, you know, you should always want to work on your stability. But it's hard. You know what I mean? So many people are fucking trapped in relationships. It's sad. What type of love do they need? Rock bottom. The way I read this card is they need the kind of love that's going to love them when they're on the bottom. Rock bottom. And someone who's going to love them when they're on the top. This could be someone that struggles with any type of mental uh, depression, clinical depression, anxiety disorder. Um, anybody who goes down you know, uh, PTSD, bipolar, anybody who rides a wave of hormonal emotional change. Um, there is no, like natural rock bottoms that you hit in every one of those types of disorders. They're just part of the, your body's chemical uh, reaction. Like I said, I've talked before about PTSD. You know, when you get triggered into into a PTSD episode, it means that your body is overly producing adrenaline. So you get on this adrenaline high for however long that your body decides that it needs to be in that kind of mode to protect itself to survive. And then you come off of that and you just hit the fucking bottom. And that's hard for people to deal with. You know, it looks like... Uh, you know, that you're struggling with your mental health. And yes, you are, but you're struggling with a chemical imbalance that is caused by the way your body has decided to deal with stress. So there is a functioning um, chemical reaction that are like, you know, part of your life when you struggle uh, with your mental health and you know there are people like bipolar there are people that regularly ride waves uh, some people like medication some people don't it just depends on if it's working for you again though you have to be able to accept someone um, this person wants to be accepted you know regardless of where they are in their chemical emotional wave their rhythm that's what they want that's a lot to ask are you are you even prepared to deal with that what kind of you know what kind of balancing system or balancing act are you doing for your own mental health so it looks like this person struggles uh with depression and or addiction What type of love do you need? You need the type of love that will help you bring new things to life. This could be having children. This could be creating things. It could be creating a life, stability, a home, a garden. It could be you could be an artist and you need someone to help you bring your art alive in some way. So you, again, you you need someone who's going to fuel your creative uh, passions, your wanting to bring new things to life. What is the shadow energy here? What's their shadow? They're waiting for an apology. 
Jeez. I'm waiting for you to say sorry. Yours towards them is, I, you're so easy, easy to see through. <laughs> so you think they're easy to see through. They're waiting there for a fucking apology. All right. Is this person right for you? Is this person the right person for you right now? Is it Mr. Right Now? It's, it's, it's saying it's foolish to, it might be foolish, hold on, but there's some, because there's some dust, but it might feel foolish, ah, it's throwing Ace of Cups at the bottom of the deck, is this person right for you? It might feel foolish, but there is some really sweet destiny and sentimental emotions, and it's throwing Ace of Cups right on the bottom of the deck when I flip over. Yes, you will reconcile with this person. This person is going to bring you balance as well as you bring them balance. It looks like a yes. It looks like a yes. Even though it seems foolish, there's something foolish about it. Is this person right for you? You might feel foolish about it. It's saying that this is a destined soulmate. You will reconcile. You will find balance. There is Ace of Cups. So it it's, looks like it's worth taking a look at. Seriously. Maybe ending this denial. Maybe they need to end their denial. Let's see what's going on sexually speaking. It's kind of like their sexual energy towards you. I want my head between your legs. <clears throat> they're into your legs like they would actually prefer to look at your legs over your breast I don't know why they think you have beautiful legs they think about you riding them on top lots of on top they want to watch you masturbate they want to slap your booty they want you like around the, they just want your butt around the house kind of naked. <laughs> no, they're all, they're totally into your nipples. Don't worry about it. They like your knees. They are going to suck on your nipples. <laughs> they're going to keep their head between your legs, but they're also going to nibble on your nipples. Okay. <clears throat> What's their sexual fantasy here? Oh my gosh. Uh, they want to like get you, they, there's this energy here of wanting to like, you know, pick you up and take you off, uh, to get you naked. You know what I mean? There's this wanting to grab you up. Uh, they're very turned on by your legs alone. That's something that they always are, you know, attracted to when they see you, you know what I mean? Um, they imagine you on top, uh, she just has her, she's got, you know, a dress on, no panties. The top of it is down. They look like they're outside. Uh, he's looks like he is in heaven, a bearded man right there. Um, and then the next card is a justice card, but this is also about uh, masturbation. So they want to watch you touch yourself. Um, they really just kind of want to have their hand on your butt all day. They're going to be slapping your booty every time they get a chance to uh they will um as they are uh 
you know, like there's this energy that they think about uh, taking their hand up between your thighs and finding your pussy and, you know, kissing your nipples up to your body. That's like the, they think about what move they're going to make on you. So they're sitting here. They would love to watch you masturbate. They get off to you being on top, but they're sitting there thinking about how they're going to move on you. Um, again, this one, his head is between, you know, she's got her legs up. Um, his head is between uh, her feet. And he looks like he is fucking her very good. Got both hands on a great grip on her boobies as he's doing that. Um, yeah. They think you have beautiful legs. And they definitely want... To, like, it would kill them to watch you masturbate. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I love this justice card because she is squatting over two pillows. And underneath the pillows are, like, 20 fucking skulls. <laughs> the justice card. And then in the actual um, scales... Is someone jerking off and the other one is a female touching herself. So there's like this want and desire uh, to watch you masturbate. That's where they think about it. And that gets them off. Again, you got a beautiful ass. They're thinking about how they can move on you. Uh, get their hand between your legs so that they can get their head between your legs. <laughs> Very good. Advice. There was, I don't know if this is a first love kind of energy, just through my first love card. Also, just that really sweet intimacy that comes with, you know, when you start, when you begin a new relationship. This sweet kind of first love energy is really working um, and is at work, okay? Because it's throwing eight of pentacles, three of pentacles. So this is work almost complete into three of pentacles, which is about a collaboration, a meeting, work, school, um, mentor, apprentice energy. So it's just, this energy is really sweet, kind of first love, innocent energy, but it is, it's, you're working towards it. Um, I don't know if you're still working with your ex, because all of a sudden here's your ex. This stuff's really working. You're collaborating on this, but there's a, there's an ex and a home is at home with a very selfish person, which is why you're feeling this five of pentacles being left out. So I don't know if, you know, your ex moved on and is now living with a real, with some selfish bitch. I don't know, but it looks like you're dealing with some of the emotional baggage that comes with this that might be some of the denial here comes the denial card again again maybe because you have been if you came out of a break if you're dealing with this person let's say you i don't know if this is an ex it's back to this past life relationship you've known each other before i don't know if we're talking about your ex i don't know if you're coming out of a bad relationship and this was someone like you a little like, you know, a little bit of dating or a friend from the past. I'm not sure how this is all playing out. 
but there is this denial energy here. And I feel like it might be because it's a possibility that it's because uh, of your ex. So if you're sitting there holding on to hurt emotions that your ex got a house with some selfish fucking bitch, and that has made you feel left out in some way, uh, that is why this there's this denial here. That's the denial. Okay? And that needs to fall away. You need to change your perspective on it and sneak away. There's like a sneaky, there's like a sneaky card here. Sneak away to your soulmate. So if you're still dealing with issues that are regarding a breakup, an ex, and this is not the one we're talking about here. That's not the one you got feelings for it. Getting your pussy wet over there. Um, you know, they might. They. Okay, sorry. They might be um, waiting till you get over your ex. They might not think you're over your ex, and because of that, they don't want to make any moves in you know in regards to that. So if this person is not in a relationship, and you're feeling like things are going too slow. Again, it might be because you've talked too much about your ex or you're getting out, like they're wanting you to heal from that. It's a possibility. This is a soulmate, though, whoever you're thinking about. If it is an ex, I normally don't, don't go back to exes. X out for a reason. Is this an ex? Saying like you just kind of need a hideout, an adventure, a getaway. There was, uh, it's saying it's strength, so it could be a Leo. There, it could be loyalty. There's loyalty. Yes, it could be, could be a Leo. Uh, Leos do come around again. They do. Leo will always be around again. Like they just, they, you know, they're haunters, they're predators. They'll, they'll be around again. So if you're like worried about any type of like this TikTok energy and you're dealing with a Leo, don't worry, they'll be around again. You know what I mean? Uh, Leos are normally very um, open about their emotions. They're you know, they'll tell you how they really feel. Um, you know, so if you're dealing with a past Leo that you, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I was that. I, I don't, I don't feel like I got enough information off that reading. Is, is, is he the cross you bear? Is, what is your advice for our listener? about this particular situation. If you start over, if you begin again, you can expect it to be a lose-lose situation, but you must remain hopeful. It may, it may still be a dream. It may still be an illusion. It may still be an, an illusion that you need to move on, or that you need to move on from. 
So there's still this idea that there's something you need to move on from. You can start at this new beginning. Yes, you can have this new beginning. Yes, you can start over. Can we start over again? <laughs> mentality. Uh, but, you know, you're going to expect it to have be a lose-lose situation. They're going to act like they won in the end. Okay? There's that kind of, like, there's some kind of manipulation here. You can expect manipulation. But you have hope for this. You dream about this. Or you can have, you know, it's saying you can stay hopeful. You can imagine it better. But it's saying you're still going to need to move on and move or sneak away. Why do you still need to sneak away? It's destiny. It's a destiny. You're going to have to make this decision. Yeah. You have this new beginning. It is going to be messy. It is going to have manipulation in, in it. Keep hope that in the right time it will happen. Keep it in. Keep imagining it. Keep fantasizing about it. Move on from emotions of the past that have to do with exes. You're going to have to move and sneak away. Or you need to take a sneaky trip. Like... You know, you need to go on a little vacation. Maybe you're like a rendezvous with this person. I don't know. Maybe you need to go see if it's like, you know, back to this. Some people might need a taste uh, of the situation to give them enough courage to get out of a bad situation that they're in. You know what I mean? There might be some cheating energy here. I don't know. I don't see cheating cards, but it looks like you need to sneak away and take a, take a little vacation. It, this is destiny. Whatever is happening here, there's some kind of destiny. So just let it happen. Just be faithful uh, that the right thing will happen. Someone here needs to make a decision. This dick needs to make a decision. Okay? The feelings are mutual, and they will, they will manifest this situation. So the feelings are there, and sooner or later, yeah, this sex is going to happen. Even if it does, you can just, you know, there's a moving on. This is, it, this is manifesting, it says. But this dick still has to make a decision about his emotions for it to manifest properly. So there's still some, like, getting away with something here. You know what I mean? So back to this, I, you know, if you're dealing with someone, the best way to find out, you know, if they're focused on you is to walk away. Okay? If all of a sudden they're in your DMs, if all of a sudden um, they're giving you attention, then you know that they're, they have interest. But if they're not doing anything and completely ignoring you and you walk away and they continue to ignore you, then they, again... Let them win that if they're playing out those kind of games. But like I said, if you need to kind of see how they're feeling, ignore them a little bit. See if it hurts their feelings. That's what they're doing to you too, right? Come on. like We'd hope that people are more mature than that, but they're not. <laughs> All right. I'll be back with a razor blade. Yeah. All right. This one's razor blade. 
you know, like I said, I saw that in there a long time ago. This is the first time it it come it has come up, and I don't know. Like you know, I have of course negative associations with a razor blade, as a lot of people do. You know, you either think about suicide, uh, cutting, um, which I don't know. Is there much cut? I mean, when I was like in high school, like lots of people cut. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've never. I've never understood it, but I've known a lot of cutters. Um, actually, in all honesty, I know quite a few cutters. I never understood it, but you know, I you know, I'm already in pain. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't know. Uh, I was never looking to add anything to it, and I know there's like an endorphin high that comes from doing it, and so there is kind of like an addictiveness to it. Um, which is interesting and then of course drug use um you know really the reality is razors should be thought of as uh you know tools right opening a box right shaving your legs shaving your face <laughs> so i don't know what connection uh you know this particular symbol has to you you know it's interesting you know, I always tell people that are suicidal, I'm like, just, you know, it, it, it sucks. Yeah, life fucking sucks. Stick around. Stick around for the nuclear holocaust. You know, you don't want to miss that. That's some serious, that's a serious late show. <laughs> that's my mentality. So, you know, I, you know, I want to talk to my listeners here who are attracted to this because it, there's a part of me that's like, you know, very aware that um, suicidal thoughts and tendencies, um, you know, go hand in hand with depression and uh, bipolar. Um, you know, and if you are in certain types of addictive behaviors, you know, you're looking for releases anyway. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I have a. I have a weird relationship with the idea of suicide because there's a part of me that thinks that it, it takes an extremely strong person uh, to go through with suicide. And that is against uh, the norm view of it being a cowardly way out. You know what I mean? And selfish and on and on and on. Oh my God, they're so selfish. They, you know, they didn't stick around to... <laughs> you know, still be your friend or still be, um, whatever, you know, you need them to be. But it's true that like people there, and there's two different types of suicidal. There's suicidal for attention and then there's suicidal and you just boom. And that's the shit that really catches you off guard. You know what I mean? Like, fuck that person never in a million years would I thought they would have done that. You know what I mean? So like I said, like for me, I don't have a simple view. Um, I don't deem it as, uh, I don't demonize it, period. I don't, um, I think it takes an extremely strong person to tap out of the suffering that is life. You know what I mean? But I don't recommend it. But that's just me because, you know, <laughs> stay on the sunny side. Always kill yourself tomorrow. That's why I tell people. <laughs> I'm serious. That's what I tell people that are like, you know, suicidal. I say, you can always kill yourself tomorrow. 
Just be lazy. Like, use people's procrastination. <laughs> people are too lazy. Just do it tomorrow. And then you get up tomorrow, and it's a little bit different. And isn't that, like, why we shouldn't kill ourselves? Because tomorrow could be different. Change is only a day away. And a lot of people get into situations where they don't see any way out. And that, again, is a lack of creativity because there's always a fucking way out. You just don't want to face it. You know what I mean? You want to just take off. Like, I would prefer someone just fucking take off and never talk to anybody in their life again <laughs> than kill themselves. Because the reality of that is that is way... Like, to take off and never talk to anybody in your life ever again is healthier. It's a healthier mentality. You know what I mean? If you feel in your particular situation with the people that are around you, the only way out is suicide, just fucking pack your shit up and leave. Go completely somewhere else. And then you'll realize the only reason you wanted to kill yourself was because of other people. And that's not a good enough reason to kill yourself. If you're going to kill yourself, it should be to end your own suffering like painful suffering not getting gaslit by some fucking bitches some hoes or some assholes to kill yourself and that is like the millennial way all these millennials they gaslight each other to the point that they either kill themselves or they walk into a school and shoot the fucking place up people are so cruel down to grade school level we really like live in this like intense cruelty, emotional cruelty, even though, you know, you look around and we, the world is actually a beautiful, thriving ecosystem. You know what I mean? So something to think on, like if you're sitting there debating, like, how do I get out of this situation? Suicide looks like the, just fucking pack your bags and fucking leave. Go start a completely new fucking life. Change your fucking name. Go on the lam kind of mentality go empty out your fucking bank account and be that person that fucking went crazy and just fucking left you know what I mean it's better to do that don't let them win especially if your suicidal thoughts are coming from without you you know from people that uh, you know that you're dealing with every day and the reality is that's how they feel about themselves not how they feel about you so there's my spiel on like suicide. Like stick around for the nuclear light show. This is only like <laughs> I mean, how many people get a ticket to that, you know? Like I said, you can always kill yourself tomorrow. And that's just enough to know. You do that enough times, that's when you'll realize that those suicidal thoughts are only temporary. They're only, again, because of a chemical imbalance in your, uh, in your hormonal system. You'll realize that those are just an imbalance in your social system. You'll realize that's just because, you know, you're stuck with a partner who would rather you be dead than deal with the reality. You know what I mean? Like, if you're with someone who is gaslighting suicide-type suicide energy towards you, 
You need to leave them. That is fucking, that's as toxic as it gets. You know? And healthy ways to deal with depression. Exercise. Sunlight, nature. You know? Getting away from fucking assholes. That's like, you want to improve your mental health? Stop hanging out with fucking assholes. It will change your entire fucking mind frame. You know, so make sure that when you're sitting there thinking about a fucking cutting yourself to that point, make sure you do it right, you know. <laughs> if you're going to do it, do it right. I don't want to like some botched job. That's just a cry for help, you know. But um, seriously, think about it as far as where is this thought coming from? What is the root cause of that statement that goes through your mind that says, I wish I wasn't here? Why do you think that? Is it because you're in pain? Is it because you're being manipulated? Is it because you don't feel loved? Is it because you're tired? I mean, how much of that is just exhaustion? You know what I mean? You just can't do this anymore. You hate your fucking job. You hate your fucking partner. You hate your fucking life. All those things can be changed. You don't have to live in suffering for the rest of your fucking life. Because of some fucking, you know, loyalty to people that would not ever be loyal to you. Okay? So, make sure if you kill yourself, you kill yourself for the right fucking reasons. And the only right fucking reason is I can't take this pain anymore. And there is no other way out. So, make sure that that is the only... And tapping out is... <laughs> if you're even strong enough to fucking do it. It's fucking hard. And just so you know, no one's going to care longer than an hour. And then all you are is gossip. And you're like, oh, isn't that sad? What a, tra what a travesty. Oh, that's so sad. Oh, I know. I now know a person. They're going to go use you as, like, attention from their, like, coworkers or... Uh, from their social group. Oh, I know someone who killed themselves. It was just so fucking horrible. Blah, 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 blah. Why would they do that? You know what I mean? They're going to like use that as a like jumping board, <laughs> you know, to be more popular, to get attention. Are you literally going to give those fucks attention in your death? And like I said, they're not going to care. No one's going to mourn you long longer than a week. That's the reality. No one's going to give a shit longer than a week. Your mom is going to, yeah, your parents are going to be forever um, in pain. But everybody else, you're like, they'll miss me when I'm gone. No. No one's going to miss you when you're gone. They'll be like, oh, look at that Facebook post memory. Oh, I'm sad for a second. Boo-hoo. All right, so again, to put this all in perspective, 
You know what I mean? If you're terminally, terminally ill, yeah, go for it. Tap out. I don't blame you. You know what I mean? That's the difference. And any other reason is bullshit. It's about your environment. Any other reason you kill yourself that's not about like terminally in pain is bullshit. It's your outer environment and it can be changed. So work on getting your savings account up so you can dis disappear. I love that song. And it's like one of my, it is one of my favorite songs. Um, How to Disappear by Radiohead. It's like such a sad fucking song. If you're like, if this is my suicidal group, you'll love it. You'll love it. Uh, Widow is another great fucking super sad song. Like, get into your emotions about this shit. You know what I mean? Find that core that's like, fuck you. And use that to fuel your runaway. To fuel the life you want to have. In despite, in spite, in spite, in spite of them. Spite is a powerful fucking emotion and it will trump all that shit. Let your spite fucking rule the game and you, you'll be great. You'll be great. Spite's awesome. I got like, I get half my shit done just out of spite. <laughs> I do. I do. I am like fueled by spite. <laughs> I'd never kill myself. I have too much spite. I have too much spite to spite. You know what I mean? I have too much fuck yous to give around. I have too much. Uh, you wish. You wish. You wish I was fucking dead. Mentality. You know what I mean? So, you know, instead of giving them their wishes. <laughs> keep living. Oh. For the light, the light show. Okay, here we go. That was my spiel. I hope, I hope that made you feel better. Um, okay, your cards are forgiving and learning. As you release and heal your past, your experience, you experience more love in your present moment. Engagement, your love life is ascending to a higher level. So again, you kind of have to, you know, learn to forgive yourself for something here. You know, with this razor. Uh, mentality maybe you have to forgive yourself for giving up and it's not I'm not like saying like you're giving up you know if you fucking do that I'm not saying you know it is giving up I mean it's tapping out same difference but maybe you have to forgive yourself for allowing people uh, that kind of power over you over you regardless your love life is ascending so things are getting more serious the situation involves toxic, unhealthy people. And this is what really has you confined. Yeah, you know, and that they're causing these waves of emotion that you're going through. And they're triggering you on purpose, these toxic people. They literally are triggering. You're being gaslit. You're being gaslit into suicide. Yeah, yeah. That's the truth you need to face. What is the situation? You're surrounded by toxic, fucking unhealthy people. This has you confined in a mental prison. It's keeping these emotions coming and welling up. They're triggering you with their irrational thinking. Um, 
and the, and on top of it, there is some legal situation here, which is, you know, again, it's very serious. When this legal card comes up, I'm like, this shit is very fucking serious. You're really trying just to survive another day. You need to make a wish to clear. Like, you know, go save your house. You know, I don't know. Like, you need to wish to meditate to clear all this toxicity out of your life by forgiving yourself and realizing you were just learning and you're learning about what it means to be uh, surrounded by toxic people. Your love life is going to ascend to a higher level. So you, if you don't have love, love is on its way. If you've just been kind of you know, dating someone a little bit, you're about to get more serious. How do they feel about you? They feel sad. They're miserable and they're tired of pretending that they're not miserable. They think that you are sweet. I love the sweetness of your soul and the taste of your kisses, but they feel so limited. Like there's nothing they can do about it. Um, and they just can't seem to do what's right anyway. So it ends in lies, but they, uh, there is a part of them that's committed to this until death do us part. <laughs> Suicide card. <laughs> Sorry, I'm making light. But I just think that, like, here's this committed card about marriage, and it's this until death do us part. Like, yeah, until they fucking. Uh, <laughs> yourself off. This is my point. Don't allow millennials to gaslight you into suicide. This is their go-to method of manipulation. Seriously, this is how millennials operate. Go kill yourself. That's their, that is their energy that they project. Go kill yourself. And that is why that is what is going to come back at them. You know what I mean? Entire generation in that fucking mind frame. It's just fucking dysfunctional as fuck. How do they feel about you? They feel sad. They're miserable. And they don't like sick of fucking pretending they're not. You are very sweet, but there's nothing they can do about it. They're dealing with some kind of, you know, there's lies that are happening here. Um, they might already be committed or they might want it. There's this commitment card here. So I don't know if they want to commit to you. Um, lies, commitment. I, you know what I mean? They, they're stuck emotionally and it makes them angry. But there's a part of them that thinks that they can fix this. So... What do they think about you? They think you're moving all, 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 uh, they think you're moving on from from your past and what it had to do what if it had to do with children or immature or something that happened when you were a child or it has to do with a child. They think you're moving on from these emotions about a child or childhood towards um you do make them happy and they think you're very successful. What do they think about you? They think that you're happy. They think that 
you bring some kind of warmth. And they think that you're very successful. But that you're moving on from, like I said, some kind something you're moving on from emotions about childhood possibly or about children. Again, they think you're very successful. They look at you like an empress. I don't know if you're a mother or if you're like a boss boss, a female boss energy. I'm not sure. There's like this they look at you like a beautiful goddess kind of energy. Empress could either be mother or goddess. What do they think about you? They think you're free. And they think that they're being pulled apart from you. Um, they feel pulled apart from you. There's some kind of denial here. There's some kind of denial um, when it comes to like being alone or introspection. And you're moving on from this. So again, they, they see you as, work, you know, doing emotional work and moving on from something, again, from either a child or childish behavior or something from your childhood. They see you as happy, they see you as successful, they see you as a beautiful mother or goddess kind of energy. They think you're, again, there's something maybe, they think it's foolish that you feel pulled away from something you love. Because um, it denied you some alone time and you need to move on from that. You know what I mean? So I don't know, I don't know. That's what the cards say, literally. All right, what is holding them back? The distance, the world. <clears throat> and family, they're sorry. What holds them back is how far away, the distance, and then also, um, you know, it's Ten of Pentacles, so money. Um, money or family or, um, you know, again, a, an estate of some sort or a home. So again, what's holding them back that how far away they are. And then there's this family issue and they are really sorry about this because uh, you need to move on. Okay, what type of love do they need? I mean, there's this big lies card, unexpected visitor. So they need the kind of love that um, brings unexpected joy into their lives, that surprises them. Um, that keeps them guessing, but with sweet rewards. What kind of love do you need? Uh, you need the kind of love that can help you deal with this dragon's lair and the goblins. You're, you're like in a dragon's lair with goblins, so you need saved. You need someone who can save you from this kind of mentality, this kind of idea. Um... Again, Dragon's Lair is, you know, to me, you know, it's a dangerous place. And goblins, these are people that steal your joy. So you, the kind of love that you need is the kind of love that will protect you from the goblins. In the depths of the Dragon's Lair. Interesting. Okay, is this right for you? this relationship right for you 
It's manifesting. You are manipulating this man to take action. But he's still very sorry. But it's there's still something very sorry about it. Don't use if you're using you know suicide to manipulate, it's not gonna get it done. People resent that. Um you are manipulating this man to take action. He is very sorry that he moved he moved. Or it's chariot, so it just feels like sorry he moved. Yeah, he was it was an illusion. And now it is a burden. So this energy put lots of distance between you. So is it right for you? Well, you are manifesting this person. So there is there is a yes card here. Um, they are sorry that they are at a distance. So that looks like it looks there's a yes card in it. You know what I mean? All the other cards don't really say. Well, cherry is a yes card too. All right. Sexual fantasies. Oh, hold on. Shadow cards. There's shadow energy towards you. I can still see you standing there. And then your shadow issue, or yeah, uh, card to them is, I wish you would come back. So you wish they would come back and they can still see you standing there. All right. There's something about this relationship, though, that is ascending, that is getting better. What's their sexual desires? They, they still feel very stuck, but there is some courage here. Do I think they're suicidal? I, I don't know. Ass grabbing, booty slapping, lips across your neck, whispering in your ear. I need to ask that, though. <clears throat> Is this person that you're dealing with, are they, are they <clears throat> so stuck that they think about suicide? They need to move. They need to move. Yes, they wish to die. They wish they were dead. So this is what we're talking. The suicidal conversation is actually about this person. There's a wish for death. That's what the card just said. There's a wish to die. They've wished to die. Maybe they're completely surrounded by toxic people. This whole time I've been like, you're surrounded by toxic people. Maybe we need to take the focus off you and put that all on them. There's a wish to die here. They need to move. They wish to die. Wow. Is there, is there anything like, what can you do to help them? Oh, they're, they're really, their world is really happy right now. <laughs> they, to everybody on the outside, they look like they have everything. And they're super happy. And that is a complete illusion. <clears throat> Jesus. Secretly, there's this bitch that's been fucking with them. 
there's this king of wands he's sitting there contemplating this again there's like um there's someone here who's having a, an affair this king of wands and this queen of swords is having an affair they but they've ghosted one another it was a destined part of their choice so someone like i said someone's here is living in a fake pretense they're choosing to fight so yeah their world looks beautiful from the outside but that is an illusion there that is a facade they're wearing a facade some there's been some kind of um there's been some kind of cheating behavior between this king of wands and queen of swords i don't know who they are but that's um back to like again why um they're dealing with something they're destined to struggle this person has been destined to fight uh they're destined to fight this out okay how can you help them though are they being gaslit by their by a different person You're free, it says. So make the choice to be kind and sweet to them. Make the choice to, to, to give a sentimental gift or to be really sweet to them. You're free and you can be foolish. So make the choice to give a sweet gift. That is the goddamn truth. They are really suffering and they're holding on to everything. This struggle, it's, des it's part of their destiny. It's complete fucking illusion. That they're happy. Interesting reading. They're thinking about sexually ass grabbing, booty slapping, lips across your neck, whispering in your ear. That's the things that they're thinking about. That's how simple it is, is a booty slap on their lips on your neck. They want to suck your titties. Oh my god, he's totally got his hand in her vagina. Yeah, he wants to finger you while uh, sucking on your nipples. He wants to show you how his dick, even like soft. <laughs> or he's had some dick issues. Uh, but just seeing you naked is the difference. This guy might have had some dick issues. They want to take off your clothes. And see what scars you have. I never even noticed this card. It looks like she has a cesarean scar. She's got a huge bush. Huge bush. <laughs> oh, they want a sweet 69. You on top. <clears throat> okay you riding them oh they can't wait to grab your fucking ass oh my god so back to this they want to grab your ass all day um when they fantasize about you they fantasize about getting you naked uh fingering you while you know they kiss your breast their lips across your neck grabbing your booty so hard they might have had um some penis issues in their past 
um, but your like essence, your body, your scars, for some reason, do it for them. They think about you on top. They think about you uh, in the 69 position while they lick uh, your pussy. Yeah. Ending it all with like just grabbing some ass and booty slapping. It's they're sweet. It's sweet cards. They're really into your full body. Like in all these cards, like she's not like um she is just who she is. She's in her skin, you know what I mean? So there's just there's definitely this energy that you in your own skin, you with your scars, um, it could be stretch marks, could be whatever, actually turn them on. Because they've actually have, they actually have had some like issues. They might be uncircumcised too. That is a possibility. Okay. Hmm. Advice. Advice for you. Advice. Keep investing in this dream. There will be some parental manipulation or some baby mama drama or baby daddy drama, and, but. You need to take action to do some kind of introspection or to go alone um, for love. You need to take action and be alone, love, for love. That is, you're stuck too. You're trapped. So you need to keep, keep the dream alive. You keep the vision in your mind. Um, invest as little uh, into, um, people that are emotionally, um, deprived, you know what I mean? Cause certain people are, um, they're just unhealthy the way they get what they need. And it's not against them that they're doing that. They just don't know any other way, or that is the most successful way, uh, for them to get what they need. Right. Um, but you still, you need to continue to invest in this dream. Um, but only give a little bit to the drama, the baby mama drama. You know, the more you feed into it, the worse it gets. You need to take action and go it alone. Be alone. The hermit. Because right now, you're, this love that you have is your stock. You're trapped. Hangman, which I should at, at this read, read. Maybe you're afraid if you take action and end up alone. Again, there's this lo the love of the hangman. So I don't, like, because we're talking about suicide here, that's the suicide card in the deck. Hangman. Maybe this, these, I mean, the reality is someone here would love for you to be alone and kill yourself. Someone in your environment. This could be your baby mama. This could be your baby daddy. This could be someone that is manipulating children would love for you to kill yourself. Are you going to get, give them any of that satisfaction? No. We don't fucking off ourselves for someone else's gain. You know what I mean? You don't get that. No, that is not a reason. So, again, I feel like 
but like you and your partner here or not your partner, your future partner or your future, this future we're talking about here. I feel like you are facing or you're like mirroring and facing the same situation where um, people don't give a shit and would rather gaslight the people around them into suicide because that would help them. And hell yeah, you know what I mean? If you've ever, everybody would love for the assholes in their lives to take care of themselves. But assholes don't kill themselves because they're fucking cowards. So you do not, like, I don't know if you're afraid if you, if you go it alone, that you're going to feel more suicidal. But I have a feeling that these suicidal thoughts that are coming through this reading have to do with fucking shitty, toxic people. So don't give, like, get that through your head or through this person's head that you're dealing with. Again, this dream, you don't give anything, you know, don't hardly give anything to their dream of you offering yourself. Make the decision to be the boss here. Defend yourself against these fucking people. You should be very fucking angry. That's what the cards just said. You should be very fucking angry at these people that we're talking about right now. Your friends. So boss up, defend yourself against these fucking people. You should be very fucking angry right now. So forgive yourself for allowing these people to make you think those fucking thoughts. Okay. <clears throat> there is always another way out of a horrible situation than the final orgasm of life. So when you die, they call it, um, okay, so like in French, an orgasm is called uh, petite uh, morte or you know, something like that, which means little death. So, like, an orgasm is a little, a little death, okay? Just a little one. What do you think real death feels like? They, they just, people that have near-death experiences describe it as ecstasy. Being in God's presence is absolute ecstasy. I don't know if you've ever taken ecstasy, but it feels pretty fucking good. For a little bit, and you know, just like strung out. But this is the point. Like when the time does come for you to die, it's gonna be amazing. It's gonna feel amazing when your soul unhooks from its meat sack. <laughs> you know what I mean? It feels like the most intense orgasm you've ever had in your entire life. There's no reason to fear death. Because that's how you get to the next plane, is through an orgasm. So work on your orgasms, and remember, every time you orgasm, take that and times it by, you know, infinity, by God's power, by source energy. You can only imagine what it feels like to get plugged back in uh, to source. You know, we live in separation from our divinity uh, in this plane. And this is why... 
some people are prone or attracted to suicide uh, because you know there's a religious aspect in which it's like you're missing your connection with heaven and everybody knows anybody who's lived a life knows um, in their soul uh, there's nowhere to go after you die <clears throat> but to the spiritual plane we're already here in the physical plane vibrating as low as fucking possible this could be seen as hell so anytime anybody dies they are literally being released from suffering and they literally had an amazing orgasm in the process of their death so it's not any death like might as well wait for the perfect orgasm wait for that perfect death you know what I mean? And that's also a reason that people, uh, they think that um, people are attracted to drug use. Uh, again, it reminds us and our souls of what it feels like to be in the presence of source energy. And to be in the presence of source energy is like the most amazing drug high or the most amazing orgasm uh, ever. And so that hit of whatever that moment of orgasm they are so small compared so yes there's nothing to be afraid of when it comes to death and I don't necessarily think that there's any um, punishment for suicide in heaven except for needing to come back and do this again <laughs> you know what I mean having to live again uh, if there's any, if there's any consequence spiritually for suicide, uh, it's reincarnation. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but everyone down here in some form or another is just a, a soul that's a junkie for that ride that happens when you die. They just want that one fucking ride. That's, we're all here to die. All our souls came here to die. For that one fucking orgasm. If you get lucky, you get to have a near-death experience, and you get two in your lifetime. Death is a once-in-a-lifetime moment. Once-in-a-lifetime. Do you get to have that most amazing experience? So make sure you suffer a shit ton, because that's what makes that moment even greater. So if you've suffered enough, hey... Go enjoy the ride up to Source Energy. You know what I mean? But you could have waited till tomorrow and it would have been better. Or you could have waited until next week and it could have been better. Or you could have waited 10 years and become amazingly successful and then fucking had the most amazing fucking lifetime orgasm ever. There's no need to fear death. That's my whole point here. So... Uh, whoever is fucking with your head or fucking with their head, you need to fuck back with their head. You need to stand up, boss up, grab yourself by the balls. Uh, you don't take this shit. And the person that you love, who you're mirroring this experience with, they don't take it either. So be strong for them. Okay? And any way about it, there is no shame and saying you've had enough any which way about it whether we're talking about in a relationship at a job with your social scene 
or with your life. There's nothing wrong with saying, I've had enough. Okay? So let's go ahead and take the shame and judgment uh, out of this shit as good as we can. But hey, stick around. Because can you imagine the orgasm, the death orgasm off of a nuclear fucking holocaust? Maybe we're all like these jerks. We're just like crazy souls. We're crazy, restless, you know, lost soul. <laughs> Looking for our final orgasm. I like that perspective. Come on, that's a good perspective, right? So th shit to think on. This, this segment went way long. Um, don't kill yourself, please, all right? Please, don't do it. Stick around. Stick around. There might be something you don't want to miss. This this person that is gaslighting you, they might have the most shitty karma, and it might come. Like, don't you want to see the shitty karma come at them? Don't you want to sit back and smirk and laugh at the shit that they just wished upon themselves? That right there. Spite. Get all up in your spite zone. It feels good. It's fine. It's fine. Right, seriously though, you know, don't hurt yourself. All right, let it happen naturally. I will talk to you guys in a little bit. Last one is the skull. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, Hosier makes has a song called "Angel of." I think it's "Angel of Small Death." Always makes me think about that philosophy. That um, you know, what I just said. You know that. Um, make sure it's angel small death. Where's my hosier fucking shit? Um, but it's that philosophy that death is an orgasm. Which album? I think it's yeah. Um. Angel, yeah, the angel of small death. What is it? Angel of small death, and oh, I can't play it. Well, but it's, yeah, the angel of small death, and <laughs> yeah, the codeine scene. <laughs> yeah, so that that song might have deeper meaning for my razor bellied crew. You know what I mean? But um, but yeah, like I said, my whole my whole perspective is the. Uh, probability of nuclear holocaust is uh, worth sticking around for I think I just all that power dying and all that power it like it's like would be a supercharging like if you if if like death's orgasm was this most incredible thing that you could never fucking describe because that's how people describe it it's like it's an indescribable feeling of peace and calm and ecstasy <laughs> you know what I mean it's indescribable that's how you know, that's how it's it's spoken about. Imagine that with the power of nuclear fission. I swear to God, everybody on this entire planet is here as a soul for a suicide wish. <laughs> you know what I mean? This entire planet, this entire planet wants to kill itself. <laughs> Control. Hey, Skull, this is such a dark show. 
This is like a darkest show. It feels like it should be happening near Halloween. Why are we? What's this fucking dark show about? I know people have been going through a lot. You know what I mean? Like I even see it just around me. Like there's just more stress. Like I know I'm going through a lot, you know, personally. And then I see my friends and I'm like, shit, they're going through shit too. You know what I mean? And my family, it's like I look around. I'm like, everybody is carrying such a heavy load right now of stress, of burden, of emotional turmoil. Like the whole, our whole is suffering. You know? Okay, skull. What you are. Angel card. Reconciliation. Someone from your past is returning to your life. What is the situation? What is the situation with this reconciliation? We got a skull that's coming back to life. <laughs> thought this thing was dead and here it is. Someone's wishing, praying, yearning, hoping to come together. Oh my God, they're really wishing for this reconciliation. This is a second reconciliation. Someone wants to reconcile. Yeah, this love it feels like a tragedy. It feels like it's been forbidden, but that's why they want to reconcile. They want to talk. They feel a deep soul connection to you, but they're a little bit embarrassed. They're a little bit too threatened or embarrassed to have a love affair or that this will be a love affair. I said maybe there's like a don't want to be a homewrecker mentality here. Um, they feel embarrassed and that is what has, they were, again, some kind of threatening energy about, you know, a dirty little secret or a love affair. Uh, and this caused a dramatic, uh, harsh cutoff. Because someone needs to break up. Someone needs to have, uh, this could be an ex, I don't know, irreconcilable differences. Again, yet begging and trying to negotiate just to have some kind of proof. This is like show me energy. So th this situation is about reconciliation. So whoever you're thinking about, uh, there's a need uh, to talk. There's a need to get on the same page. There's a need to reconcile this union. Uh, the situation involves a wish here to reconcile. This love felt tragic and forbidden. You need to have a conversation. Your souls are... Oh, hold on. Alright, sorry, that was my mechanic. It's... <laughs> I love my fucking mechanic. Oh, he's such a great guy. <laughs> Oh, you know how hard it is to find a really good mechanic. <laughs> oh, he's such a great fucking guy. Makes me want to cry. You know, <laughs> and you're like, you're like, I, you just don't know what the fuck. Take the car in. You're like, what's gonna happen? I don't know. <laughs> he calls me. It's like she's ready to go. Fucking Harley, anybody? I was like, fucking. He's like, I'm sitting here like, you know, thinking I'm going to have to write a major fucking check later today. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm giddy. Give me a moment. You're getting to hear the joy of a moment. When you literally are like, I have the best fucking mechanic in the world. Oh, okay, back to your shit. Sorry. Oh, my God. 
Good day. <laughs> good day. <laughs> it's a good day when your car doesn't need anything. <laughs> Like the best fucking day ever. Oh shit. Okay, sorry. There's a there's a real life moment right there. <laughs> real moment. Let's <laughs> uh, look how the, what little what little it takes to make me happy. <laughs> Seriously, she makes me feel great. Like in my head all morning, like it could be anything. Uh, not like it could be anything, but like, what if it's this? What if, what if it's this and that? What if I need brakes and rotors? What if I, <laughs> you know, he's like, you go through the what if gate, you know? What if the check is like astronomical? What if, blah, 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 blah. Uh, you're all set. <laughs> so fucking hard. In this world to find a good mechanic. God. This guy needs a fucking reward. <laughs> he seriously does. You know how hard it is to find a really good, honest fucking mechanic. Oh, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. <laughs> okay, back to you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> to take away any thunder from your reading oh. okay how do they feel about you oh, they want to be unfaithful they think you are so beautiful it's so beautiful that it's making them angry they are remorseful because they messed this shit up but they want to heal it there's a part of them that's like I didn't do this on purpose they didn't do it on purpose they're innocent. Um, they think that you're carrying the weight of the world and they want to surprise you with something really beautiful. So, again, they've been hurt a lot or they think, you know, again, how do they feel about you? There's this, this energy of, you know, someone's been hurt. I don't know if this is the, the need for the reconciliation because of the um, unfaithfulness. Like I said, the first card out is unfaithful. How do they feel about you? I don't know if they want to be unfaithful or if um, they've just been hurt so many times and you are so beautiful it makes them worry uh, that the relationship wouldn't be faithful. I don't know. It, it, this brings them anger and remorse. Or maybe they were unfaithful. And that's why you, you know, broke up. I'm not sure. I got love affair, forbidden love, tragedy, unfaithful, the need to reconcile. Yet there is irreconcilable differences over here. So someone's gotten a divorce possibly and is in negotiation dealing with some kind of receipts. Okay. What is holding them back? No, I'm not going to tell you who my mechanic is. Right. <laughs> he's got bloody. But he says he's got the he's the best reputation in fucking town. This dude, he really does. He has an amazing reputation. 
and this is why. He's just delivering good news all day. I just know he's just. I know he's got. I know he's got to deliver bad news too. But he got to deliver some good news right there. <laughs> oh, I have. He has. I have gotten calls from him before that were the bad news calls. But for the most part, they've been good news calls. All right. What is holding them back? They're really struggling with this love. There was some offer from a very um, selfish, kind of a slutty woman. They've, you know, had some kind of offer or there's a gift, so I will clarify it. Um, it's been a burden. They're in their emotions about this. Um, and their judgment is they need to move. Yeah, whatever this offer was, whatever this small amount of money that has to do with this selfish hoe, um, it trapped them in depression. Okay, they're like they're caught up because of the, like there's a small amount of money possibly that they're dealing with too, and they're caught up in uh, feeling um, depressed over it. It's this this energy again. They're sick of struggling. They want to fight for this love. What's holding them back? They like they need to fight for this. And who they have to fight is, you know, this selfish hoe. Again, who's like this offer, this gift, this little bit of money um, has trapped them. They're not really trapped, but has trapped them in depression and made them carry this burden. They're not speaking anything. You know, they're keeping their emotions really under the surface right now. But the judgment is they need to move. So that is what's holding them back, is needing to move. What type of love do they need? <sighs> Sorry. They need the kind of love that is truly committed to them. So they have, so they're coming out of a place where uh, someone's been unfaithful to them. So maybe the reason that you need to reconcile, again, with this past person, they're coming out of being hurt really bad. They need, what they, the kind of love they need is, is completely committed. The kind of love that can only be opened by one key. Okay? What kind of love do you need? Back to last week's talk about, you know, being so secure in a relationship that, uh, that you just know there's no way you ever have to worry. And that's like so hard, you know what I mean? It's like an impossible task, especially if someone's been hurt before. What kind of love do you need? You need the kind of love... That uh, will take you into the unknown, you know what I mean? Who will bring some, uh, some surprise, some enjoyment into your life. And the flying card. Interestingly, I have never read this card, so we're going to read this. This is the kind of love you need. You have the power to see things from a higher perspective. If you were a bird flying high in the air, what would you see? When you soar above life's challenges and opportunities, a new perspective becomes available. 
Today you have invisible wings that allow you to swiftly bring your circumstances into alignment with your highest purpose. This is a sign that you, that your waiting is over, that all your hard work is paid off, and that things that you hoped for are no longer beyond your scope. You have the ability to reach for the stars and find one with your name on it. Spread your wings, soar, and the angels are waiting for you. This little side thing, reach for the star and find the one with your name on it. Their commitment card had a star with a keyhole in it, you know, and only one key. So again, back to this, uh, you need the kind of love that again, will let you soar. That will help you see things from a higher perspective that will help you reach for the star. That's just yours. That will help you fly into the unknown. That's beautiful. That's the kind of love that you need. Is this person right for you? Yes, they will be loyal. Strength. Possibly a Leo. Uh, yes, <clears throat> they are right for you. That's strength. It's a very strong choice for you. Spirit says that is a strong choice. Okay. What's in the shadow, though? Like I said, I normally like, again, this is a reconciliation. I don't necessarily know if this is returning to your ex, but this is someone from your past is returning to your life. So this is just, you know, again, I don't know if you had a love affair with this person and it didn't work out or you wanted to, but it was forbidden. I don't know. looks like you're going to get another chance uh, with this person. The card they have uh, for their shadow, in the moment, I didn't care. So maybe back to this passion that you two share. Uh, and your card uh, to them was, you can't come with me. So wherever you just went, you couldn't take them with you. Whatever you just went through, you had to go through it alone. All right. Let's see what their sexual fantasy is. <laughs> it's literally to have a... That's why... <laughs> Have a can of call and say it's under a hundred dollars. <laughs> the deeper the better. Oh my god. Oh God, what a fucking relief. God damn it. <laughs> Sorry, like I'm totally giddy. Totally giddy that I don't need brakes and fucking rotors right now. I know, I know it's it's stupid. I know it's fucking like, but it, you know it's not stupid. That's what I'm saying. Anybody, anybody knows that's not a stupid thing to be giddy about. Oh. I at least have a year on it before I have to worry about that. And that's the great thing too. It's like how much you know when when do I really start worrying about it? It's like yeah, ten thousand. even be longer than that. No, I'll worry next spring about fucking bracing fucking rotors. <laughs> Not right now. Uh, seriously, though, there's no like sweeter thing than finding like, you know, a good mechanic. 
A good accountant is another one that's really hard to find. It's hard to find a good accountant. They're all raising their rates. <sighs> okay, sorry. Here's their sexual fantasy. Um, they do want to get caught. They do want to get caught with you. Okay, so... You know, this idea about this tragic forbidden love, this love affair, there's part of them that wanted to, you know, wants to get caught uh, with you <laughs> in that situation. Um, again, there's this, this strength card just keeps popping on this relationship. And this strength card, she is uh, naked. He's standing, holding her... Like, he's got his dick in her. He's got his, like, leg up onto something. He's holding her entire body weight, and she's playing with his sword. Uh, so, th you know, this partner is so strong, they could lift you, you know, in those, those s sexual positions, you know, um, you know, where they can hold up a woman. You know what I mean? So there is this, like, uh, wanting to hold you, uh, being strong enough to hold you. Uh, through sex, they want to get caught uh, with you naked. They really are fantasizing about seeing you naked, about undressing you. Um, again, they might really like lots of pubic hair because this particular card, she's got more pubes than almost anybody else in the deck. So like they, they're happy with the full bush mentality. And the next card, she's laying out and he's kissing her stomach uh, and rubbing her breast. But someone's in the back watching. Like they want people to know that you guys are together. So back to this not wanting it to be secret. And the next one, he is fucking her right off the bed. Like he like she's falling off the bed. He's on top. Her head's like, you know, coming off the bed. And he's looking over at her. He's got a big belly. Uh, and then the next one is like he wants to show off his dick. He wants to sit, you know, and eat food after sex naked. So that he's really proud. Uh, of the size of his penis. There's a few cards here that denote that as well as he's very strong and wants to be able to lift you. The deeper, the better. In this one card, the king of swords, like he couldn't be any deeper into her. Um, and she is, you know, it's a beautiful blonde uh, woman. Again, they like pubic hair at all different ratios because this one, she's got less than this one. So they think you're beautiful no matter, um, no matter necessarily your body type too, because in all of these ones, there's only one really, there's like two. It's interesting because all the women in this scene have different weights. Okay. So, um, some of them are heavier some of them are skinnier. So they really don't mind if you have, um, if you fluctuate in body weight. Okay, so there's like a there's like an essence in their sexual fantasy that likes you at any size um, that you are or any, you know what I mean, like at any um, amount of hair, any amount of uh, bellies, you know what I mean? They're really into your belly, whether it's big or little. Again, they want to be seen. They want to be seen with you. So 
whatever you've gone through in the past where you've wanted to keep this secret, they don't want to keep this secret. They want people to know uh, that they're with you. Like I said, the last card, uh, he's eating, and she's just like sitting there stabbing at his dick. The deeper, the better. All right? What's some advice on this particular relationship? <clears throat> Again, there's like a need to have a conversation. So there is... The situation is wishing, you're both wishing, or there is a wish to come together, even though this love feels tragic or forbidden, you need to get on the same page and talk about it, because there's something about your journey that is the same. And you, neither of you are wanting to be embarrassed by a love affair, uh, so there's this like drastic extreme cutoff until there's a major breakup and the negotiations are over. Well, if someone's married, you know, there is infidelity kind of stuff that can happen. All right, what is the, uh, what is the advice? Defend this love. Defend your love for this person, is, and that is the judgment. You should defend your love uh, that you have with this person, whether that means protecting it, whether that means keeping it from, uh, from telling other people, you know what I mean? Um, even though you've, you're alone and you feel stuck, you're getting ready to reconcile this relationship and move uh, towards this love or into this love, moving on from all of these emotions uh, from the past. When you reconcile with this person, all these things that were bothering you, making you feel embarrassed or threatened, um, these drastic emotions that you went through with this person, you will move on from them once you reconcile. Uh, it's going to be loyal. It ends again with strength. You literally had three strength cards, maybe even more, three that I remember in this reading. That is a very strong, strong, st this is a strong partner, so strong they could lift you. Uh, again, no matter your fucking weight. So... Like, that's the kind of energy he is. Um, that's the kind of energy the male energy in this, um, in this reading is projecting. Strong enough to fuck you. Any which way. Make sure you don't fall into that poison ivy. I, I miss that deck when we do the other card deck. There's that one card. He's like holding her up. It's called the bur it's the burden card. But he's like holding her up, but all over the ground is like all this brush and leaves. And all I every time I look at the card, I'm like, oh my god, it's poison ivy. Yeah, you better be able to hold you up. You don't want to be rolling in poison ivy. All right, so that is this week's um, tarot readings. I don't I, I don't know. I, I'm gonna do a kink here. I am not prepared. I can't do a teaser for the kink yet. I'll do the teaser in the intro once I know what the fuck I'm doing. Anyway, I gotta go. I gotta go see my mechanic <laughs> right now. Pick up my fucking car. <sighs> Good day. You know, it's the little things. It is the little things that... Uh, give us joy. You know what I mean? Just not having your car fucking fucked up. <sighs> so fucking relieved. Oh my god. 
All right, I'll be back with the kink for the week. This show, you know, this week was, you know, it was kind of dark. We talked about suicide in the middle of it quite a bit. It did turn up when my mechanic called. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so I was like, what am I going to talk about in the kink sex section? Um, so I decided that, you know, autoerotic asphyxiation would be, you know, that's just like, duh, right? Um, cause it's interesting because many male suicides, um, they think, you know, there's much more male suicides that are linked to autoerotic asphyxiation than we realize because most people who find them, um, dead, you know, normally pull their pants out, <laughs> you know, maybe turn the, turn the porn off. Um, <clears throat> you know, that kind of, that kind of, you know, don't embarrass your family mentality. So, you know, it is actually fairly common. It's called, they call it like, they call it Jasper. Um, I mean, of course, you know, you have, you know, ladies that like to be, uh, strangled. I feel like I should call this episode, choke me daddy. Um, <laughs> I will, but there is. Um, it does heighten, it does heighten arousal. It's interesting because this goes, this, this actual kink date, dates back to the early 1700s. Um, it was like the first treatment for erectile dysfunction. <laughs> it was. Before that blue pill, uh, choke yourself to death. Uh, <laughs> get a hard on. And they found... The reason they knew this was because when they hung people, they got erections. You know what I mean? And some even ejaculated uh, during their hanging. So it's crazy. But that's where the idea came from. You know what I mean? Um, you can also induce this. Uh, without like, you know, killing yourself uh, or strangling yourself or putting a plastic bag over your head, uh, actually by like climbing to higher altitude. <laughs> so if you like wanted to kind of know what it felt like to do this, you can climb a really, really tall, tall mountain and you can get a similar, um, similar vibe from the lack of oxygen. Also, it's similar to the, what happens when an airplane decompresses. So, I mean, anytime you block off oxygen to your brain, uh, like I said, it induces like a, hallucinate, uh, a hallucinogenic state uh, that's arousing. So, yeah, I mean, there's all sorts of ways to do it. I mean, hanging, plastic bags self-strangulation, inhaling gas, or different kinds of solvents. They think, you know, it's around 250 to 1,000 deaths per year in the United States are uh, linked to autoerotic asphyxiation. Um, it, it falls, um, it, it is considered a mental illness, <laughs> people who do this, um, you know, it's normally when they, it's normally linked, uh, to masochism or cross-dressing. So when people are found dead, uh, from autoerotic asphyxiation, sometimes they are wearing, uh, female clothes. There, you know, there's a lot, you know, in our cultural media sense, you know, six feet under, 
uh, South Park, even X Files, Californication, they all talk about this. So it is, you know, widely known. Uh, yeah, it's interesting, you know. Um, the Langs people <laughs> to get a hard on, you know what I mean, or to come harder. Um, it's interesting though, because I don't know how many women, you know, are like, I, I just don't know. I didn't read it too much from a woman's standpoint, you know. Um, I mean, there's a difference. Like, I think for women, mostly it's like the adrenaline of having someone grab your neck, the control of having someone grab your neck. I think it's more, um, a sensory turn on and an adrenaline turn on than necessarily, you know, being, I mean, I'm sure many women don't mind being strangled a little bit. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I was never strangled by my neck. So he did like to put his hands around my neck. He never squeezed, but he did like, like, have that hole they could if you wanted to uh but yeah I don't know I don't know I mean how do you even like I guess you like I don't know like you get different it depends on the partner right how much you trust your partner one of my favorite uh porn stars he loves like he always grabs uh, neck and it's it's funny because some women are totally because he fucks like tons of chicks so some women are totally not into it like I like to see how these women because he's he's very like uh he doesn't have a routine but you know you watch someone fuck enough like you know all the tricks that they have you know and I like watching the different females like deal with because <laughs> he's a little into everything so I don't know. Like, it is sexy. Like, for women, it is sexy to have someone have a grip. And in the animal kingdom, there goes my dryer. In the animal kingdom, uh, that idea of strangulation um, go hand in hand. Almost all wild cats, tigers, lions, during, you know, while they're having sex, a lot of times the male will grab the female by the neck. and it And it is like a... Normally the females are bigger and stronger in the cat world than males. And so it is like a, um, a dominance thing. You know what I mean? And what tigers, uh, the moment he lets go of her fucking neck and you have to understand like tigers kill all of like almost all of their prey with a strangulation. All right. So they go and they get the neck, you know, they go and get him by the neck they strangle them. They don't like blood. Uh, they'll drag their prey uh, to a safe spot and then eat on it. But they don't like, like lions, it's a fucking bloodbath. All right. Wherever they get it, it's a fucking blood. <laughs> you know what I mean? So here you have like these, you know, they're, they're highly skilled. <laughs> And that's strangulation. But anyway, the, the female tiger, the moment he releases, she turns around and fucking hits him as fucking hard as fucking possible. It's hilarious. Uh, but there is like this uh, carnal, primalness, you know, when we're talking about a strangulation, you know. Um, another thing, you know, that men do um, is penile strangulation. This is like that cock ring mentality. Um, it's known to extend erections. 
um, and have um, a higher sexual gratification. But uh, you got to be very careful with cock rings in general, especially just the solid metal rings. Um, they'll take you to the urgent care because if you can't come or it gets too swollen and you can't get the ring off, uh, that's where you're heading. So, I mean, I read this entire medical journal uh, article. <laughs> all these, pe- these poor penises trapped in cock rings or trapped in putting their penis like inside tubes, uh, pipes and things like that, and then having it swell up and getting it stuck. And so it was like a whole uh, article about how to remove <laughs> move things that before objects that dudes put their dicks into. It was interesting. But you need to be careful because <clears throat> penile stragulation can lead to amputation of the penis. Um, it can lead to sepsis too. I mean, anytime you are, uh, you know, we're talking about blood here, you know, and, and access to your blood. It can cause death as well. So, you know, if you, you know, know anybody or one of my male listeners, the, the metal cock rings do, no, no. They, and this is the other thing too. You want to make sure uh, that anything you put on your cock could be cut off easily with scissors um, you know what I mean? Do you, you know, do you want to be in ER while they take a metal cutter to your fucking deck? Jeez. <laughs> Try to stay as still as fucking possible. Don't put your dick in shit that's not supposed to be put into. How fucking hard is that? Like there, we have this whole sex toy industry. And I think it's funny because males are so, like they have access to all this porn, Right. And, you know, like it's porn, porn, porn. But when it comes to sex toys, they're very, like, embarrassed about it. Um, but they have these great cock rings that have a, an instant release, like a spring-loaded release. Um, so if you wanted something metal and hard, you know, make sure it's got a um, an easy clip release. So you never have to go to the fucking ER and have that embarrassing fucking moment. Um no, nothing homemade. Just seriously, like go fucking buy something that's made for your fucking dick. Also, getting drunk while you use cock rings um, can make it worse. Uh, interesting. So if you ever put a cock ring on and all of a sudden your dick uh, turns blue, it's time. Same thing with with um, nipple astra- strangulation or nipple clamps. Like the moment you see a piece of your skin turn blue, it is <laughs> to release to release it's it's amazing though how much pain um can intensify orgasm you know we're kind of like dipping into that bdsm kind of mentality uh talking about these things um you know it can you know doing this too often uh, can be seen as harmful, um, and it can be harmful to your penis. And it could, you know, we could be talking about a compulsive sexual disorder if you're like using cock rings or some kind of penile strangulation. Um, again, it's known to help with ED, but it is actually known to cause ED. So anytime you restrict the blood flow 
uh, you know, you're, you're killing cells, you know what I mean? So, um, it could, it could, if you don't have ED and you're playing with penile strangulation or your partner, or you're playing with your partner in this kind of way, realize that, you know, um, it has a, it carries a risk of erectile dysfunction down the road. So though it's hot and you want them to last longer, I don't necessarily know. I mean, like, unless they're already struggling with getting their penis hard, I, you know, I, I wouldn't recommend it. Now, balls are interesting, though, because, uh, you know, again, anytime you restrict blood flow, you're killing your fucking piece of your body. I mean, that's how you amputate shit, right? Um, but squeezing of the testicles um, will actually help a man, uh, go longer. So, and the, and the best position to do that in, uh, is doggy style. So, you know, if he is fucking you doggy style, it's very, very easy to push your hand, um, you know, between your legs and catch his balls in your hand. And then at that point you just squeeze them. You don't squeeze them too hard. Uh, you just get a good hold on them. Um, normally that will get you at least 30 more seconds. Just so you know, like if you need 30 more seconds to get off or longer uh, in that position, that is a great, that's a great way to help your partner uh, last a little bit longer. Again, not too like hard, just grab them, you know, you know, but not like you're going to kill them. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're going to pop them or some shit. You know what I mean? So, so that there's the conversation, uh, you know, about strangulation. Again, you know, these are like, you know, I actually made the hand movement like down the roads, <laughs> get to the end of the sex kink train. Uh, that's, you know, that's when you're, you know, trying to kill yourself uh, to get off. <laughs> but back to my original conversation about death and orgasms, you know, there is a link. Like when you read about, uh, when you read about near death experience, the fact that your dick can get hard and ejaculate by hanging, uh, it's amazing. There is something, uh, you know, sexual, uh, at the moment of death, but it's, but it, it, your whole body goes through, um, an immediate evacuation the, the moment you die. You know what I mean? Like, you will shit and piss yourself the moment you die. It's kind of cool to think, though, that it's very common, you know, to have, uh, an, you know, for a male to ejaculate upon death. It's kind of interesting. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Uh, like I said, you know... A, you know, a little grabby grab, grabbing, grabbing, and then killing and with a strangulation are two different intensities. You know what I mean? So, you know, these are things that you need to talk to your partner about, um, you know, and even before you, you role play into these kind of games, you know, that's what, how, how hard do you want to be, you know, strangled? <laughs> Right? How hard do you want to be choked? That is the question. <laughs> so, 
so there's the kink this week. I don't know. I don't have much more to say about it. Um, I don't know. Just make sure that, like, out of everything I read about cock rings yesterday, all I got from that was, if you buy a metal one, make sure it's got an emergency. <laughs> Go ahead and spend the money on a real sex toy. Not a washer that you found in the garage or an old pipe or a piece of PVC. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> it's true, though. It's amazing what people use for sex toys. And that is what the, the one great thing about having a sex toy industry is that these things are safer. Um, you know, we'll be talking about butt plugs soon enough. And, you know, you can put anything up your fucking ass uh, that you want. You know what I mean? But... Um, the sex toy industry really, it, it's safe. You know what I mean? It's safe to put something rubber in your butt versus something, you know, um, hard and metal or, um, something that can break in your asshole if you happen to slip and fall while, uh, you're also strangling. <laughs> like, I just feel like, you know, uh, you ever see those people that, you know, that plate, uh, balancers and spinners. I feel like you get to a point like like how many kinks can you do at once? You know what I mean? Dressed. This is the male world. Like dressed in females underwear with a you know you know with a noose around your neck, a cock ring around your penis, you know something up your bum. <laughs> you get to the point that it takes all of that shit to come. I don't know, you know, like take your time, enjoy each different kink. Like you don't have to, you know, make a circus, um, you know, <laughs> performance out of getting off. Like that's all I could think about right now is like this dude doing everything. It's <laughs> talent. That's some serious talent. Have you seen that chick uh, that can play the flute or the recorder with her pussy? Oh, that's funny. <laughs> and then she it was, what else can she do? You know what I mean? I don't know. Like, no one wants to come home and find, you know, their lover dead in their underwear you know, with a shampoo bottle up their fucking ass with their dick and a PVC pipe. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just not, not what you want to see. Imagine cleaning that up before the coroner comes. Like, shit. I don't know. It the, the point of this particular conversation is, again, any type of a strangulation, uh, when we're talking about the penis, uh, can lead to penis problems as you get older. So do not like go into that realm unless you are already having problems. And something for you to keep in mind with your partners. When you're like, put a cock ring on. I don't see you. Fucking last longer. You know? Um, yeah, and figure out how, you know, just how hard you want to be choked. Right? right? Do you want to lose consciousness? Do you... This is the thing. Like, like... Ugh. I mean, if you like to be choked to that extent, like the best person for you to be with is a paramedic. 
So now you're out there hitting on paramedics just so they can choke you because you know. You know, they got experience with CPR. I wonder how many... Seriously. <laughs> the paramedic is probably the best fucking choker that you can have if you want to live, right? I don't know. Like, it, it takes a different level of trust when you're talking about putting yourself in near-death experiences just to, you know, have a great orgasm. So this show was really weird. We talked about death and sex a lot. Um, you know... What can you do? What can you do? <laughs> what do I got to do for the intro? Oh, seriously. It's fucking crazy what people will put their dicks in. It really is. It's fucking crazy. It's fucking nuts. I, I wish I could show you the pictures. <laughs> oh, like, holy shit. Anyway, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, I got them. I can always use your, your support at Love, Sex, and Tarot. Reviews on Apple Podcasts. I can use them. Uh, that shit makes my day. W website hits and donations. Yeah, thanks. Uh, lovesexandtarot.com. You can email me at lovesexandtarot at gmail. Uh, yeah. You guys have a great week. We'll be back next week with, you know, more love readings. Um, next week will be a love note and we'll continue on here. When we hit summertime, we will be probably talking more about, probably go into the Zodiac, uh, lover series again and do a whole nother, um, you know, bit on that too. All right. That's the plan. So I'll talk to you guys later. Have a great week.